Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Michelangelo. It's Friday. It's time for One More Thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Longtime listeners of the Armstrong and Getty show know that we used to take calls on this show. The problem with taking calls back in the day was some were really, really good and some were really, really bad. And the challenge of picking a good call and a bad call, today that's much easier to do with text. You just pick out the text that looks interesting and you read it on the air. Most callers just don't have the skill to tell a story quickly and to be articulate on the air. And in this episode, things kind of, they started out really good and interesting, but then they kind of get bad. And uh, and in this episode, Armstrong and Getty let everybody know that they're not happy about it. So from 2008, let's check out these stories about foreign exchange students. Jonathan McCollum was a healthy 155-pound high schooler headed to Egypt uh, to be a foreign exchange student. I didn't even know you could be a foreign exchange student to Egypt. Uh, Actually, uh, the son of a friend of mine is going to be. He's a college lad. Can you do anything? He's studying Arabic and stuff like that. Can you be a foreign exchange student to Yemen or Afghanistan (laughs) or the Sudan? (laughs) Oh, boy, bring your own machete. Ah, but this kid went to Egypt. Again, healthy 155-pounder. He was placed, Jack, with a family of Coptic Christians who, according to this account, fast up to 200 days a year. Wow, there are only 365 days, so that's, uh, you know, it's a good chunk of the days of the year you don't eat. Evidently, there were cultural problems. Did they do that on purpose, or are they just poor? Language problems, trouble communicating, and... He came home weighing 97 pounds 
could barely climb the stairs and doctors say he's at risk for a heart attack as a health, formerly healthy, fit teenager. Well, did he not have any contact with his parents while he was in Egypt? Jack. I would write a letter. <laughs> Dear Mom, they're starving me to death. Love, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Where is this? I've got this somewhere. Have you ever had a foreign exchange student at your home and something went wacky? Or have you ever had an experience as or your kid being a foreign exchange student? one 331 talk one 331 talk Sorry, I found it. The McCollums, uh, that's the parents, I think, uh, said the AFS, that's the organization involved, American Fordham student something or other, uh, discourages parents from telephoning or emailing their kids abroad, believing the distraction would run counter to the program's goal of immersing them in local culture. Well, that's just stupid. Um, but they told us to have as little contact as possible, and we bought into it, said Mom. She, she said she had confidence in AFS, regarding it as the gold standard of exchange programs, but is now aware that things can go terribly wrong. How old's the kid? Uh, 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 17. Wow. You know, if it's a, He was hospitalized for two weeks. I don't know anything about this organization, but if it's a reputable organization that you're aware of, you've checked out... They do great work, have been around for years. Your kid's 17. I could understand the not a lot of contact. I would think, you know, 17, you're going to be all right with a reputable organization. I'll blow them an email now and again. How you doing? Things are fine here. You Come would think on. there'd be some contact, though. Yeah, that's well, how's that going to affect your immersion? I don't know. Come on, that's ridiculous. After returning to the U.S., he was hospitalized for nearly two weeks. His mother says he was an outgoing straight-A student, very athletic. Now he's less spontaneous and more subdued. Well, that's because he's dying. But didn't he have the, didn't he want to contact them? Or is he kind of a goofball? Why didn't he get a hold of them? The host father, Jack, Shaker Hanna, rejected McCollum's story as a lie, suggesting that he made it up because his parents were hoping to recover some of the money they paid for his stay as compensation. I would think you'd send the an email. The truth is, we hosted the boy for nearly six months. He was eating for an hour and a half at every meal. The amount of food he ate at each meal was equal to six people. Sure, that's why he came home having lost 60 pounds as a guy who started at 100 and a half. Unless he's got an Egyptian tapeworm, it just doesn't add up. Holy cats. Foreign exchange student horror stories. And interpret that loosely. One eight six six three three one talk. One eight six six three three one eight two five five. Doesn't foreign or foreigner almost seem like a bad word now? It does in a way. I know what you mean. I still use it. Well, you should use. I it. I use it ironically, though, at least half the time. A foreigner is a foreigner. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer to pronounce it foreigner. Lou Graham's a foreigner. <laughs> Member of the group for He's the singer, right? Here's uh, Rich on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hi, Rich. Hi, Jack and Joe. What's the story, bud? Well, uh, I went. To, uh, I was AFS years ago. I went to Germany, and uh, uh, the the mother of the family uh, let me know when I got over there that the reason she brought me over was to be a friend for her older son, who turned out to be borderline personality disorder. The guy was uh, really marginal, and uh, we almost kind of physical altercations. Uh, it was very, very difficult situation. I was, I was sleeping in his room. He resented it. Uh, I, I was smoking in his room. I was walking up, putting my uh, my butts out in, in a little bowl that turned out to be some kind of World War II memorabilia that was like really offensive to him. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, punking uh, with a crazy German. Well, were you, were you supposed to be smoking in his bedroom, or well, not, they kind of tolerated it, you know? Um, yeah, they, they they didn't really come out and say no, don't do it. But and, it sounds was, like there might uh, be some, uh, you know, overstep. 
rubbing boundaries from your end. Yeah, oh, 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 I'm sorry, who was the crazy person in this scenario? <laughs> the, uh, what were the manifestations of the uh, older brother's alleged craziness? Well, like it, loss of it, temper, um, uh, yeah, not yeah, wanting to, you there anymore? Yeah, trying to get in fights, uh, picking fights. Uh, Germans are know. always starting fights. Um, and I so on. Well, seriously now, dude, uh, if you came to bunk with me and smoked in my room and like put your ashtrays out or your your cigarettes out in my like Rolling Stones tour jacket or something, I'd be pissed. Well, I, did, I guess I didn't get the significance of of this thing. It was uh, you know until I learned a little more German, <laughs> then I stopped doing it. You should have paid a little octon. <laughs> All right, thank you, man. <laughs> See you later. Auf Wiedersehen. Okay, notice the music that I use to come into the next segment. Thought it was kind of a clever bumper and a clever little clip. Yeah, I was kind of proud of myself. Bienvenidos, welcome to the White House. We're listening to Foreigner talking about foreigners. Or perhaps you being the foreigner. Being an exchange student or having an exchange student come to your house. We haven't had a call yet of anybody who's had an exchange student come to their home, right? No, we need one. We need one. Turn down Foreigner. That's, I never want to hear this band again. That's got As a, long as I live. I love this song. No, it's, really it's like awful. It. Turn it off. I demand it. I like Foreigner, and I like, uh, I wish I had the greatest hits. You're one of those multiculturalists, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. You wish you had their greatest hits. It's so hard to come by. <laughs> well, Scott, just make a note for me. Christmas time, Mr. Armstrong. Foreigner's greatest hits. Foreigner's greatest hits. Yeah. Good stuff. Feels like the first time that waiting song for a girl like I can you. hear a million times. Um, Cold as ice. Cold as I ice. will shoot the man who plays it. <laughs> Fair warning. <laughs> Fair warning. <laughs> Talking foreign exchange students. We need a call from somebody who's who's entertained one because that can go wacky. My parents did when I How about was hot blooded. <sighs> Check it and see. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> My family hosted a foreign exchange student. I guess I was in college or a little after. Um, it was a German youth. And uh, and he, Jens, I think his name was. He and my what little brother, Jens. Jens. He g- got along famously with my little brother, Andy. They became buds, had a great time. Everything went swimmingly. Fabulous. That would be a bad phone call, so don't make it. Let's see. What do we have here? What's good? And so did he speak English then? Yeah, his English was terrific. Okay. And uh, there were quite a few of us who had pretty good German, too, so it went well. Here's Basil. Hello, Basil. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, as a, a an ex-damn foreigner in <laughs> 27 years ago, you know, you take things literally when you come to a place you don't speak the language. I was shocked when I found out the mailman was a female, and I swear. I mean, I told my aunt, look, our mailman is a female. She goes, I understand. And I thought, honest to God, I thought when you buy a packet, uh, a packet Pepsi, they give you the sh- a sack of sugar for free with it. And then I always wondered, why are people selling their garages and not the whole damn house to go with it? Seriously, when you'd hear garage sale, you'd think, oh yeah, somebody, you put it on a flatbed truck and you take it home with you. That's exactly. And but the funny boy, thing you happened, foreigners are dumb. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid, I kid, no, I kid. Okay. This is the funniest thing. I was a waiter. I don't know who the hell hired me as a waiter with a big, ha- heavy accent, but they did. I go up in, a, in a, an Italian restaurant, my first table. I walk up to the table. I say, hi, what would you like, ma'am? She goes, I'll have the spaghetti meatballs. And she looks at me. She goes, is the spaghetti sauce homemade? I look at her, and only a foreigner 
give with with a blank look. And I go, no, ma'am, I swear to you, everything we make right here in the restaurant, <laughs> nice. everything. And so I then she she laughs and she goes, you're funny. And I go in the back and I tell the cook, what the hell is the difference between homemade and whatever else is made? <laughs> All right, Basil, thanks. Good to talk to you. Here's uh, Ben. Hello, Ben. Welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, listen, <clears throat> my wife's cousin. Uh, back in the 80s, they had a, a Ford Exchange student came over, and they were in Kansas, and uh, it was during the summer, and, you know, he'd taken her out to shooting and this and that and the other, and uh, one day he says, hey, let's let's go to the local pool. She's like, oh, that, that sounds great. You know, it's a nice hot summer day. So he gets out there with her, you know, and he's laying down in, on, on one of the lounges, and, you know, the place is crowded, and she just whips her top off like it's nobody's business, you know? Where, where was she from? Not, uh, not Saudi like, Arabia, I'm guessing. Yeah. Where? France. Oh, gotcha. French girl. <laughs> and, and it causes huge stink. And, and, and he, did, he wasn't paying attention to what she was doing, you know, and he just kind of heard all this murmuring and people, you know, and he turns around and he looks and she's laying next to him topless and he, he starts freaking out going, hey, you can't do that. Here. When I was like in junior high and high school and would go to the local municipal pool, if that had ever happened, it would have been the greatest day in the history of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have thought this. I would. I would have passed out and died. Might have changed the course of my life. <laughs> it would have been yeah. that seminal a moment. No pun intended. All right, Ben. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. That's funny. In the middle of Kansas, that would have made an impression. How? Oh, here we go. It's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hey guys. Hey, tell us a story. Well, you did ask. First of all, since I called the screener, if somebody had hosted, we hosted five Japanese exchange students in our home over the years. How, and it, did it go pretty well? Awesome, that? awesome, Neat. wonderful people, still friends. Great. So, what happened to you? So then, when I went, and this was a long time ago in 1978, uh, they also sent us as a group of students throughout the country to have different experiences, and I got sent to a Buddhist training monastery. How interesting. Okay. It was. It was very cool, and I got a lot of insight into hardship. <laughs> Were you, are, are you religious? I am a Christian. Okay. So I just so, didn't think they'd want somebody at a Buddhist monastery who wasn't particularly interested in that uh, direction. I, I think they were interested in showing, giving us a full experience of the culture. Fair enough. So how did it go at the monastery? Well, there there was a lot of deprivation, and it was very interesting to see how little you could live with. But probably the highlight of the experience was in Zazen training where you sit in that lotus position, you know, for mm. a long time. Yeah. You had the option of being beat with a stick by one of the monks. <laughs> That's an option? The stick beatings are optional, of course. I think I'll check the no box on the whole beaten with a stick thing. You had to ask to do it, and um, because I really wanted to understand what the point was in all of that, I said, yes, I would like to try it. Lay it on me. Good for you. Good for you. How'd you like being beat with a stick? Well, it was Because most people don't like it, but go on. I probably wouldn't do it again. What did it did it bring you closer to uh, Nirvana? <laughs> Nirvana? No, 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 no. Do you like but, to be spanked now while you're making love? Is it? <laughs> it did um, separate me from consciousness, so maybe that was the point. But it was it's a great story to tell now. Years do you mean later. do you mean literally or in a Zen sense? Yeah, kind of a you know I heard a ringing in my ears, and then everything just kind of went gray for a while. So they knocked you out. With no, the, I they, wasn't they hit you out. with a I, stick and knocked you out. I was still sitting there, you know, and and aware, but sort of aware on a different level. And there you go. And I had welts on my back 
for a couple of days, but it was wow. It was That's amazing. <laughs> it was interesting to see what other people live like and go through. You know, I think I would have said, I think I'd say yes to Bring it. Bring it. Give me the stick if, treatment. If yep. other people were doing it, I'd think, oh, I want the full experience. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I wanted to respect what they were doing. I wanted to really understand why they do what they do. Lisa, so. what a, you're, you're an interesting person. I, we appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Very nice. I like her spirit. Listen, I'm here. These guys do it. What the hell? Let's give it a try. There's a monastery. I've been with a stick before you, you end up all right. Speaking of sticks, who will ever forget the Armstrong Getty beating wand? I was always the victim of the A and G beating wand. Every time I hit a wrong button or hit the wrong sound, always living in fear. But luckily, thanks to stronger HR laws, I no longer have to worry about that. Yeah, I still have nightmares of that beating wand. Anyway, let's get back to the show. For an exchange student. Horror stories or wacky stories. One eight six six three three one talk. None of them have really been a horror yet. Some poor kid came. Well, the chick died in the car wreck was pretty horrible, but that had nothing to do with that's a car wreck. Uh, Kid came home from Egypt weighing ninety seven pounds and about to have a heart attack at age seventeen. That's rough. I guess this speaks to these programs doing a better go- a job of figuring out who they're shipping around, that we haven't had more. Yeah, we had a guy from Germany in our house who stole his blind and disappeared. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, they screened pretty carefully on both ends of it. Ah, uh, let's see. I think it was AFS that did our deal that my, uh, my family hosted a kid. Okay, you better hold on here because this is where things start to go off the rail. Put the kids to bed and cover Granny's ears. Here's Mark. Hello, Mark. You're on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hi, guys. Hi. Tell us your story. Uh, yeah, back in uh, 1975, I was playing violin in, at a music camp uh, back in Interlock in Michigan in the World Youth Symphony Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And uh, my stand partner, who was in 75, because I was there too playing violin in the youth orchestra. <laughs> well, anyway, my stand partner, who was Japanese, and I became friends, and he came back to stay my, uh, with my parents and I in uh, Greenbrae and to come back and play with the Marine Youth Orchestra and study in Marin, which isn't such a bad deal. Um, and You're a foreign exchange student from Michigan to California? No, well, his no, family in Marin hosted the Japanese oh, okay. kid. Gotcha. Try to stick with it now. I'm trying to. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and well, all went well for the first six months, and then his father um, uh, of, uh, of the exchange student came out to visit. Um, well, we did a, a tour around the Bay Area. Um, the, 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 uh, the, the, the station and I playing violin, and his father accompanying us. And he was uh, an excellent pianist. He was a uh, dean of music at the University of Hiroshima. Fabulous. And, what happened? And, and a touring concert pianist. And, uh, well, one night, uh, my parents and, uh, and he and I, we all went to the San Francisco Falderall, which that year was hosted by Joel Gray. And uh, the father disappeared with a bunch of ladies from the San Francisco Symphony Association. (laughs) We don't know what happened. He ended up uh, uh, disappearing for two days. He later showed up at my parents' house in Greenbrae, drunk, screaming and yelling, calling my my parents anti-Semitic names. And told his son he was he had to leave immediately, had to pack up and get out right there. And we didn't understand what was going on. And it was totally crazy. It was totally out of the blue. Well, the father uh, 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 called my my father a dirty Jew. Well, unfortunately, I lost my temper. And Is I, he? I, yes, he did. And unfortunately, I threw him out on his ass in the middle of the street, and uh, he left. Well, it ends up the son had to leave. Uh, anyway, uh, the next, you know what I mean, because, you know, that had come down and uh, the father wanted to leave, so he had to leave. Well, it ended up in the end that it all would uh, happen because of the district attorney at the time, Koenig, 
of Marin County, his I'm wife, who was Japanese, his wife was Japanese, who was a total sociopath, was jealous of Ken staying with my parents. And she contacted. That's what I guessed. <laughs> yes, and she contacted yes. the. Uh, she yes. contacted the Vince, father and fired. the family and said all sorts Vince, of negative things get out. about. You're you fine. cannot convince me that there is a possibility that we're going to get a great call on this foreign exchange thing. You can't convince me of that. That's a fascinating tale, Mark. Thank you. I it's certainly be long. convinced of it. Don't. Can, You've been fired. Don't tell me what call to take. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, there has not been one single call on this topic that's been worth a damn, Vince. Not I one. I disagree strongly. I don't think there's been one. I said it's my opinion. I, I, but I don't think there's even been one that was worth a damn. So there for you to a say, couple turned into mirth. For you to say that there's another good one on the line is a little hard for me to believe. Since I've thought the previous 12 were crappy. But now, because I've said that, I'm almost uh, you know. Listen, curious folks, as to what's going to happen. He's got a hormone imbalance. It's not his fault. He didn't ask for it. There it is. It's out in the open. I'd like to apologize. I think the calls have been terrific. I don't think Scott's I head is in his hands by accident. I think they have built and built to a a climax of infotainment just then, and uh, I've been just fascinated. <laughs> oh my God, Scott! What's wrong? Is your neck tired? The uh, will to live is just uh, oh, leaving low, my body. Low ab, eh? Hard right. to even measure. Are these instruments working? <laughs> Jack's will to live is gone. So is the Scott's. Oh, boy. Glad All right, is... I tell you what. This this is. Is there any way to monitor what portions of the show are podcasted and how much? This Because I'm going to put my money on zero for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> if I could build a time machine, I wouldn't use it to go back and possibly hit the lotto. No, right. I'd go back, so I wouldn't recommend or stop, this topic or to, to stop you guys. Kennedy's assassination. I'd go back to nine oh four. That's what I would do. <laughs> not nine eleven. No, not nine oh four. No, nine oh four of this hour. Ah, uh, but this is like the guy in Vegas who's lost every dime and is about to pawn his watch because he's sure he can get even on this next hand. Gotcha, Reggie. No pressure, Reggie. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Absolutely no pressure here, right? All right. Tell us your tale. Uh, I'll make it quick. I'll try not to be too long-winded like the guy before me. Uh, Senior year of high school, French foreign exchange student female comes over. Me and her end up in a relationship. Halfway through the year, her host family moves. Hey, hey, Reggie, you are doing a glorious job. Of telling a story quickly. And it's already more interesting than the previous story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a sister? No, I'm serious. No, I don't have a sister. Okay, so they put a French teenager in a house with a male American teenager. No, no, no. Not me. Not with me. She's with a different family. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go back to your fast-paced tale. Gotcha. Okay. We end up as a couple. Halfway through the year, they move to a different neighborhood. She changes schools. We fall out of touch. I'm thinking, well, you know, what on it? Whatever. I go all my life. Fast forward five years. I'm in the military. I'm in the Air Force. I'm in Germany. I get a letter with this post-sized picture of a kid holding a balloon, a handful of balloons, that says, "That's my son." Oh, oh boy. 
What color were I, the balloons? I, I, of course, am early 20s, doing my best to deny it. I put it in the trunk of my car and try not to think about it for a couple of days. My girlfriend, my then-girlfriend, who is now my wife of 20 years, uh, one day she goes to open the trunk to put her bag in my car, looks at the poster and goes, who is that, your nephew? He looks just like you. Ooh. <laughs> not good. Oh. So, then Lie I quick. To Lie it. quick. I start to I start to look into it at home, and it turns out that she's just was angry at me because of the way I left things off with us, and 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 it turned out not to be my kid. But how oh. did how did you determine that, Reggie? Uh, when I finally tracked her down, uh, she told me the truth. What a wackadoo! Yeah, what a wackadoo! But I mean, how's that? Because I, you know, I was young twenties, early twenties. That had to be pretty tense. That had to be pretty tense for a while. Oh, it was very tense because I had to explain it to her at that point because I was like, well, you know, here's a situation that I didn't even know about till now. Well, and, and like, the, the kid looks yeah. like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the scary part. She looked, took one look at him and said he looked just like me, asked if it was a nephew or something. Reggie, good news. Scott put the gun down. He took it out of his mouth. He's put it down. Thanks, Reggie. All right, Joe. All right, bye. bye-bye. And you certainly hope on the other end of it that your kid goes over to another country as a foreign exchange student. They don't get knocked up by some, you know, random foreigner. So people sometimes ask, why don't you take phone calls anymore? Well, it can be stressful on the staff and the host as well. When the calls are good, they're really good. But when they're bad, they're really bad. At least with text, you can pick out the good stuff and uh, just read it on the air. And you can leave the bad stuff behind. Anyway, we still love our listeners, and we look forward every year to your holiday food baskets. Although I got a cheese log last year, and and boy, I was clogged up for days. Well, I hope you enjoyed another classic edition of the Armstrong Getty Show. That's the Friday One More Thing, and yes, I guess that's it. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.